Jackson's of Kingfisher is a family-owned and operated dealership in Kingfisher, America, with the motto, come join the family. And when they say it, they mean it. My family and I have been embraced by Casey and the Jackson family from day one, and I'm here to tell you that if you're in the market for a new or used car, truck, or SUV, and want a straightforward, no-hassle car buying experience, Jackson's of Kingfisher is the dealership for you. Give them a call at 866-695-8010 or check them out online at jacksonsofkingfisher.com. And right now, let out the peace. Welcome, I'm Sam Mays. On today on the Sam Mays Podcast, this is 40 edition. We've got a progress report with my coach, Denny Bonowitz. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm awesome. We're here at the Edge Sports Fitness in Edmond, Oklahoma, my home away from home. Uh, We've been at it for, what, just over two months now? Just about two months? Yes, sir. And uh, life is good. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling powerful again. I'm feeling like I can attack my day, which is probably the most important part about this. Like, you know, obviously I want to look better and and wear better clothes and all the things. Like, you know, there's the aesthetic of this, but it's the everyday life that I'm happy with. It's getting up off the couch. It's getting out of my bed. Uh, It's just feeling... Uh, overall, like I'm, I am truly on the path to better health. It's it's food and fitness, and uh, we're having a good time while we're doing it. Today was bench day, and we love uh, we love bench day, which was a lot of fun. But man, I I feel pretty good. How do you feel like it's going? You were doing fantastic, and again, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm I'm not trying to butter it up too much here for you, but you your athleticism has saved you a lot of things, and it's more than just that. I mean, we can get you know, uh, uh, moms, dads out here, whoever, and they'll do well also, but it's got to come from here and here. Right. If you don't have it, you know, that's, that's the hard part. So that's that whole thing about being an athlete. Being an athlete just means you have a plan and you got to put the action behind it. You got to be your own motivator. I'm here to help guide that along Absolutely. better or worse. But, um, as long as you have a plan to follow, let, let us do the thinking. You just show up and apply the sweat. There's there's something to be said about a, a good strength and conditioning coach and the way they assess their athletes. And I'll tell you right now, there's days that I come in here and I don't want to be here. And he picks up on it immediately. And it's encouraging uh, statements and we're having fun. And five minutes into the workout, I forget that I was dreading, you know, a cardio day. I would forget that I was dreading coming in on a Tuesday or a Thursday. And uh, I love it. You know, it's it's untraditional um, cardio. It's not getting on a treadmill or not just out here running a bunch of, of sprints. It's uh, creativity at its best. You know, Coach B is a professional, and he's been doing this his whole life. And uh, to be coached by, again, by a strength and conditioning coach of uh, your skill set is, is pretty amazing. I'm loving every second of it, and it's just it's awesome. And it's something I look forward to every single day. It's great for my physical health, but it really has been awesome for my mental health also. Absolutely. Yeah. They work hand in hand. All right. So I'm down. I haven't weighed in a few weeks now. I got sick last week and I've just kind of been up and down. We uh, are working out hard. My pants, none of my clothes are fitting correctly. Brittany's been, she's laughing at me though. She's like, your butt's getting way bigger. Like my, like my, my, my rear end and my thighs are like, they love, they're loving every second of this. There's no question, but my waist is getting smaller. So now I got a bunch of pants that are big around my waist and tight around my my legs and my rear end, but that's been uh, that's been great. So if I had to guess, I'm probably somewhere around 380, uh, which is uh, which is good. I'll weigh in here. I'll weigh in. I'll, I got to go up to the butcher shop to do it. So I'll uh, I'll weigh in this week and and see what I, where I'm at there. But as far as my strength is concerned, I mean it's it's not even close to what it was two months ago. Yeah, fantastic. Sam uh, started off in. I'm going to be pretty blank and point to the point with you on this is he started off uh, on the agility stuff we that's kind of what we do for our warm-ups out here your old school dynamic warm-ups that he did for 100 years as a as an athlete from six years old until now but um <clears throat> so rekindling that old flame knocking the dust off thing that was pretty easy for him some people it's not but again that's point of the, the the point of this is 40 is that anybody can do this type, type of thing we just have a plan for you we're going to put it in action and help give you that motivation um so what sam has done from the first warm-ups he did he did pretty solid on those but i mean looked like just somebody dread. hit him in the head with a shower <laughs> um just dread and then the ab drill we did how how many days were your abs oh brutal that? like it was like oh my god i don't know if i can do this and like right. my abs were so sore you don't realize how dormant your core gets when you're not doing anything and that to me has probably been the most 
impressive part about this is getting that core strength back. And yeah. when I talk about getting off the couch, like there's smaller people out there that don't want to I'm talking about. But if you're a little overweight and you're getting up there in age, you know what I mean about leaning forward and having to put your hand down on the couch to help yourself stand up. I don't have to do that anymore. And I still weigh 380 pounds. So the core strength is, is definitely come along light years. So Sam had trouble getting up off of the floor. Now he's popping up, so that's been a really big difference in the last six to eight weeks here. Really after about the first two and a half to three weeks, that started happening for him. And so that whole conditioning factor and core strength is kind of what we started him with. Then we started introducing the muscle strength, the exercises, the resistance training. And because he's a a former football player, we add in a squat type of mechanic. And then we also do a bench press um, uh, drill as well with him. And he's excelled on those. When we first started the bench press, he was barely getting into the teens with 135 pounds uh, with the one wheel club, you know, 45 on each side of the bar. So he was having a trouble. Once he got past 10 reps, it was over one or two sets. Then he got up to where he's doing six sets of 20 with it and started killing it. And now today, as a matter of fact, he just did three reps with 335 pounds. So from 135 pounds up to 335, that's a heck of a jump. His squat, uh, we have a squat machine that we're doing. He's going to start real squats next week. Um, He doesn't know that yet. Maybe he does now. So um, the squat machine, he's got up over to 640 pounds, which is fantastic. So, and again, he's doing that for reps as well. We still got a little bit of the sweat going. Some of it's mixed with tears, but he can handle that. Definitely, definitely. And it's been, you know, like I said, the mental aspect aspect of feeling strong again uh, is, is pretty cool. Like, I love every second of that. I look forward to these <laughs> days as I get to come in. Now, look, I wasn't looking forward to the 20s, and we're going to reset that here in a couple of weeks and get back into those high numbers again because it is exhausting. There's no question about it. But uh, these low days where you get to kind of feel powerful again has been uh, a ton of fun. And, and really, you know, I, I don't want to make – like, that – those numbers seem so drastic in a couple of months. Yeah, I want you to know that everybody's got their own starting point. And if you are a former high school athlete and that's it, you still have got some dormant muscle on you that you've spent your younger years building that you'll be going to be able to activate in your first couple of months, right? Absolutely. Versus somebody who's never trained before. So keep in mind, yeah, I was an All-American football player and I did have a base that was going to allow me to make jumps like this once I got the really the core strength back and just started working on some of those stabilizer muscles, which I appreciate how you started so much because it was it wasn't you know it was a lot of working on the things that help make you be strong versus the big muscles that you think of. Is that am I saying the right thing? Like yeah. I just feel like you baby stepped me into this thing, which I felt great about. Like I felt. Like there was a gradual increase in what I was doing, yes. so I was confident each and every week coming in. It was baby steps for a real big baby, <laughs> is what happened. So, um, I and, am and a again, big baby. and he he's phenomenal at wanting more. So, I mean, when we did the ab stuff, he would roll his eyes a little bit, but he kept doing it, and so. He, he was kind of mentioning, you know, the difference with him and being an athlete. But here's the cool thing. It's familiar to him, so he just had to, you know, dust it off a little bit, and it came back to him. The cool thing about somebody who hasn't done this before is it's new. It's fresh. It's different than sitting at the gym and somebody counting reps, right? We don't do that here. This is about function. And this is 40. I mean, here's the cool thing with Sam is the goals at the very beginning. He told me day one, and this stuck with me, and it still does. I want to be able to take my kids – to the amusement park, and get on all the rides with them. Sounds simple, right? Uh, and we've probably, a lot of us have all been there. It's hard. Your back goes, your shoulder goes, you get dizzy, right. all that kind of stuff. So this is kind of that plateau to help get you back to that and help you reach your goals. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's about it's about family. It's about lengthening my life. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's it means something to me to be able to get on every ride with my daughter. It sucks to be the guy that can't fit on the ride. She's like, Daddy, come ride this with me. And I'm like, I literally can't close that gate down. Uh, on my body. So the goal is this fall to be at a weight that I can do that. And, and I would tell people this, you know, it's, it's, it's great coming in the gym and I love this atmosphere. And this is, like I said, it's like my home away from home. I get comfortable coming in here. Uh, he's got a real family atmosphere. Like there's a bunch of people that are on team Sam in this place and they would be on your team uh, too. So I, I love that for sure. But I cannot stress to you enough. It's a, it's a decision about food also. Like you've got the diet aspect of this is super important. Get yourself uh, a little, you can get a, a, a free app. Nike's got one. All these places have got them where you can count your calories and understand no matter what you're doing physically, if you have yourself in a deficit at the end of the day, calorie wise, you will lose weight. 
Now, when I come in here and we get, we get to work our tail off, I'm losing, I'm burning a ton of calories because I'm as heavy as I am, so the weight's going to fall off of me faster because it's hard for me not to, like, I have to be eating 5,000 calories a day, uh, honestly, to not be in a deficit after working out in here <laughs> and just walking my big ass around. Like, yeah. I'm going to, that's 5,000, I'm burning 5,000 calories doing that, right? So I'd have to really be eating pretty crappy not to be dropping weight. So I would tell you, for those who want to work out and are training right now, it's about what you're eating. For those who aren't working out, it's about what you eat. If you don't want to work out and you want to lose weight, literally, count your calories, find out what you're burning a day just walking around your house or walking around your office or your neighborhood or wherever it might be, and then just eat less calories than that. That's what it comes down to. So Pretty simple. Encourage yourself when it comes to the food. Make that decision uh, when you're doing it. But uh, for those who do want to train or are not training or looking for a new place to train, mm-hmm. we're doing that here at the Edge. You can come train with us. We've got a few different times throughout the day you can come in. I'm here usually around that 2.30 uh, Mark and and uh, putting in the work and I would love some new teammates. I've got some great guys working out with me now. Bill and Barry, they do an awesome job too, and it's about Barry. motivating motivating each other and motivating uh, through the workouts. And it's awesome to have partners. So if you're looking for a new gym, looking for a new place to work out, looking for someone who knows what they're doing, who's going to take great care of you, uh, we got a, an awesome staff here. Denny's fantastic. Chris Herber uh, also incredible. You've got an ache or pain, something that's going on with your body that's not going to allow you to work out the way you need to. Chris will definitely beat it out of you uh, if he needs to but it's a great support system and it's a great opportunity for you to come and train with us here at the edge sports fitness absolutely we're um just so you kind of know what we're doing here it's a four-week program and it lights on everything that sam's been talking about myself so the motivational factor that does come from you of course we are here to gently prod you along and you'll get a feel for that once you start but um so you got to have the right workout right so you want you want to get the results and that's what we're all about let's how do we get those results is it a slow pace is it a fast pace is it a combination of those things but it's all cycled out so you got the workout number one so for 200 bucks you get a four-week workout here that you show up it's available multiple times a day 2:30 monday through friday with sam uh, myself chris herber uh, bill ashworth barry coach those guys all come in um so there's the workout in the more in the afternoons there's workouts in the morning at 8:30 in the morning and there's also workouts in the evening at 5 p.m and 6 p.m throughout the week we have them on saturday mornings at 10:30 as well so there's a bunch of times to um pick those up all you have to do is get a hold of sam or myself through this podcast here and we will give you the dates and times that all those are available so for 200 bucks you get the workouts you also get as sam mentioned how do we count our calories we give you a meal plan it's very simple it's very basic Um, it goes over a higher protein level thing you still have to have carbs and fats guys so let's not get that wrong Uh, as an athlete you have to get some type of complex carb in your system to help think right and to help your muscles recover and to have the energy to do what we're doing out here so we're not stripping all the carbs out just so you guys know that so there's a meal plan there's a workout there's the recovery piece of it um what am i missing I think you're nailing it. I think, I think I'm nailing it. I think all you're right. nailing it. I think you got it. So, um, but those things are all available. Oh, and you get a shirt, and you get also you get a take home workout if you can't yeah. come in here. So we're leaving it. I'm calling this no excuses. Just like when an athlete came in through the doors in the NCAA, no excuses. You've got this big old weight room to do whatever you want, whatever college you're at. They got the music and the noise and the toys for you to get it done. So no excuses. We're here Monday through Sunday. No excuses. You got a meal plan. No excuses. Uh, Sam's going to be here to chew you up as well as I am. No excuses. There we go. No Motivation, excuses. man. I love it. Sorry, getting a little. Oh yeah, a little, a little hot, a little heated up. We just got done lifting. Oh, I'm that's exhausted. Warmed up. Actually, I feel pretty good after that. Round two. You did good today. Yeah, man. Three, 335, three, 35 baby. 335 for a set of three. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Doing all right. Well, Coach, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And we'll keep you guys updated. Make sure that you check out The Edge on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and on Facebook. It's The Edge Sports OK on Twitter. Correct. Right? And The Edge Sports Fitness on Facebook and on Instagram. Yes, sir. And uh, they're easy to find. And then you can get Denny's information, give him a call. I'd love to see you in here working out with me. Let's so go. come on in and check it out. Coach, thank you so much. Um, up next here on the Sam Mays Podcast, stay tuned. We've got Casey Jackson, a good personal friend of mine, uh, talking about his journey on the path to better health. He's out there in Kingfisher, America, training pretty hard for a body competition. And uh, I was intrigued and kind of curious. So I went out to the dealership to talk to him and see how his training has gone uh, over the last year. 
Casey looks fantastic. He's lost a bunch of weight. And it was awesome for me to hear uh, somebody else's journey and the decisions that they're making each and every day. Stay tuned. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Welcome. I'm Sam Mays. And today in the Sam Mays Podcast, this is 40 edition. We're here at Jackson's of Kingfisher, uh, one of the Sam Mays Podcast sponsors, that awesome, incredible uh, Z71 trail boss I'm driving around in that you guys love so much, especially the OU fans, that they think that red is, is <laughs> I'm fantastic. I'm sure they do. Uh, they love it. But, yeah, so Casey Jackson here, owner-operator, part of the uh, the Jackson family. They've got a couple of different stores. Uh, you can check out all their inventory at jacksonsautofamily.com. But we're not here to talk about cars specifically. We're actually here to talk a little bit about Casey's journey to better health. Yeah. We are yeah. Uh, around the same age. We are on the campus at Oklahoma State at the same time. We were kind of talking a little bit about that today, what it was like being on campus during a Final Four uh-huh. run, just yeah. with the basketball team yeah. playing as well as yeah. they were. So we're Those little, were good days back then. Oh, dude, yeah, we were spoiled days. rotten, man. Yeah, we the, were. <laughs> the, the Eddie Sutton days, we loved uh-huh. those. But, uh, yes, sir. So, Casey, you um, you started this this journey that you want. You yeah. look fantastic, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like, I I'm jealous of that. You walked up to me and was like, look at this guy. <laughs> I mean, it must be nice living yeah. that living that fit life for thanks. sure. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. So I appreciate did, it. Best shape of my life. Best shape of my life. And uh, you are how old? 38. 38. 38 okay. So yep. when's your birthday? August 3rd. August 3rd. So yep. okay, so you're almost to that 2-year point. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. I turn uh, I turn 40 April 15th of this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's okay. coming up for me yeah, in, a, it is. in less yeah. than a month and oh, I'm like, boy. "Oh god, this here we go." This is 40. Yeah, that's right. This is 40 and that's, you know, as I stand up and sit down in this chair, my knees are hurting, my back is yeah. a little sore, but I get it. You know, it's it's worth it. And I think what, you know, looking at what you've done, I mean, yeah. how much did you weigh when you got started? Uh, so my highest I hit, uh, now this is back uh, in 2020, I hit 223. Okay. 223. And you are f- what, 6 uh, foot? Uh, I'm 5'9". Five 5'9", nine. Five nine, okay. 5'10", yeah, maybe. Okay. Five, yeah, somewhere around there. You yeah. walk around taller than that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the boots I wear. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so you are 235, you're 5'9". Yeah. Uh, COVID is just hit. Yeah. You know, there's a whole lot going on in the world, and I'm I'm right there with you. I gained a ton of weight at yeah. that time. Yeah. I think with, like, a lot of Americans and people around the, the world who, you know, you just, what do you do, right? Quarantine yeah. and everything yeah. else, stress, everything else. You eat. You eat right. a lot. You eat a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's been a journey. I, I mean, I, I think this morning I'm around 50 pounds, and I'm trying to get – it's going to be about 55 total loss uh, when I'm done. And uh, through 20 – I was starving myself and didn't didn't really know what to do, so I just didn't eat, you know. Right. And that what really wasn't a great idea. Uh, but I did lose about twenty pounds doing that, and uh, I started CrossFit. I've got a good friend of mine, Chuck Swisher. Uh, he's a professional bullfighter, actually, and he does CrossFit. That's awesome. Yeah, we go to church together and everything, and, and uh, he said, hey, why don't you come out to my gym? He's got a barn, it's, uh, and he's got all the state-of-the-art rogue equipment inside his barn. He's sponsored, nationally sponsored and That's stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, so we started doing uh, – I started training with a bullfighter who was 30, by the way, young guy. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we were out, out trying to compete with each other every day, you know. And so that, that really kind of jump-started uh, doing CrossFit. But I really wasn't eating right. And then uh, I actually signed, got in pretty good shape, though, uh, doing CrossFit and everything. And I signed up with a, a local gym here in town and a trainer, Matt Scott is his name, at, at the Athletic Loft here in Kingfisher, our local gym. And Matt has really educated me on nutrition. And unfortunately, 90% of it's nutrition. It's right. eating right. I know. You know? Yeah. And so I started in January on that journey, and I've lost about 20 pounds since January uh, just doing mainly his diet, uh, changed up some of my workouts a little bit, uh, more strength training, less CrossFit, lower heart rate, that kind of thing. More slow state cardio, a lot of treadmill walking, unfortunately. Right. Uh, and so, and that's really kind of got me to where I'm at. And, and so I've gone from, like I say, it was 223 at my top and it, it takes a while, you know, and patience is a big deal and trust in the process. And, uh, but now here I am today, best shape of my life, 38 years old and really feel good, feel great healthy and so it's it's been a lot of fun it's been a fun transformation so you are you're training for something specific also right? i'm doing a body show it's, okay. a, it's one of, it's those speedo i'm doing that thing yeah. yeah and so uh there's it's a kind of a science and uh i love getting involved in all kinds of different things and and uh, love football uh, basketball love play ball but uh this was kind of another level of competition for me personally uh to take uh you know a challenge and say what what am i capable of and, uh, and so, you know, it's a 16-week prep. And so May 7th, I'll have a show in Tulsa. Okay. Uh, it's a Battle of the Bodies. It's a, it's a novice show over there. And so I'll be uh, competing, presenting at that show. 
on May 7th. Battle at the Battle of the Body? Battle of the Bodies, yep. Of the Bodies. Yeah, that's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, May 7th, yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm, 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 that is something that I am circling yeah, for be, sure. Yeah, it'll be fun. That'll it, be cool. It'll be my first show, and so I'll learn a lot. It'll be interesting for me. So tell me a little bit about, okay, so do you, you obviously have an idea of what to expect. Is this something that you have to choreograph? Like, so we're yeah, talking good full, question. Good yeah, question. like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, type yeah. stuff here, yeah, right? Yeah, this, okay. this is it. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not at that level or anything. Uh, it's just a novice show, something fun to do, and really a target that, um, you know, I I put out there to say, hey, w- at 38 years old, what am I capable of? Right. What can 100%, I do? Yeah. yeah. And so it was, it's fun transformation. And I think you do have to take it, you know, comparison, it can be really tough on you. And I think you got to take it, everybody, for their own nutrition and uh, their own fitness, needs to take it personal as a personal goal. Yep. Not to compare right. yourself, you know. I think that is important. I, I uh, think the goal setting for me um, mm-hmm. you know, just like my, my thing is like total wellness and, and yeah. I want to feel like I'm capable to go do whatever I yeah. want to type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I was re- recently talking to my coach about be- getting involved, whether it was like, a um, a, a strength or like a lifting competition uh-huh. or something yeah. like yeah. that, you know, that yep. he says, Oh yeah, they have senior division. <laughs> oh, no. Casey, he said with this a straight is 40. face, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the senior division. Uh, that's there's rough. no, there's nothing between youth and senior. Like I got to go straight to the, but I'm oh, with you on the goal. And because it yeah. does help you stay focused a little yeah. bit more, right? Yeah, like when you're working me, towards yeah. something. Absolutely. And I'm one of those guys, you're a competitor. Yes, you know, 100%. And I'm one of those guys that likes to compete, you know, and, and stay humble and, you know, yeah. be, be a good, comp- you know, better sportsmanship and that kind of thing. But also push myself. What am I capable of? Right. And you said, you mentioned health. You know, our kids are a big deal and being healthy for our kids. Absolutely. And being able the to family, run around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal for me. So. And not only, like, healthy physically, but, like, the mental health aspect uh-huh. of this. Sure. Like, you can't, t- I feel better yeah. when I'm active yeah i feel oh, better yeah. when i'm working out i'm a better dad when yep. i'm working out yeah i'm sleeping better when i'm working out because i'm sleeping better i'm a better parent yeah and i feel like from the mental aspect of being able to show them you know look what dad's doing yeah like he's yeah. out there working hard and he's changing his body and like you yeah. don't have people and with all the possibilities that we have in the world today it's amazing how stuck people feel yeah, and I'm like, man, you we there's a million ways to do this. You you're know, doing it at your gym with a body competition. I'm doing it with my trainer. Yeah, in a little bit different way. We could be doing this out in the streets of Kingfisher right now. It's about yeah. making the decision, right? Yeah, it is. It is, and and you said it. You said it earlier today too. It's making decision. It's a small decision. Uh, you know, a good decision, a small good decision over a long period of time will bring a dramatic result. Absolutely. And I and I think that is that's one of the hard things for our culture and society today is we want a quick result. Yes. And and everything that I've learned in my life is cellular. It's a growth process. Absolutely. You know? Our spiritual growth. It's a small amount of good decisions over a long period of time, whether it be reading your word or what you know, praying that kind of thing. And it it, it applies directly to our nutrition and our body and even exercise and fitness and health small amount of good decisions over a long period of time bring dramatic results okay so give me an idea of what your day looks like because i I think that we're in two different stages of this i'm trying to figure it out and i'm still eating a decent amount of food because i weigh 400 pounds and to get going and Uh moving and do these kind of training i gotta so i'm kind of tapering my food off as i get deeper and deeper Uh into this that's good yeah but you're you're a month out essentially Uh what does it look like for you like what's your daily routine how many times a day are you eating gosh i okay so uh yeah i eat five times a day um Okay, I feel like there's so much information out yeah, there. Yeah, no, I, look. And, and it's hard because uh, there's so many different ideas. And so I've had a lot of folks uh, come to me and say, hey, what are you doing? How does this work? What can I do? Right. And I've really tried to simplify it because you can get so overwhelmed by all the information out there. I need to be trying this. Is it keto? Is it, you know? Right. And so. There's a fad every year. Yeah, every there is. Every and that's, January, yeah, there's yeah, something new, yeah. yes. And at the end of the day, our bodies are built, we, we are designed, our bodies are designed to input food, okay, for nutrition, right, and to expend energy, mm-hmm. right? And it's really that simple. And so one of the first things that's important, and, and I want to get to my day specifically where I'm at right now, but I can't, I can't start with saying, hey, this is where you need to be because I didn't start here. Right. You know, I had to start, I had to start educating myself mainly, and, but I had to start from a way different place than I am today. And so what I would tell folks and, um, that come to me and say, what do I need to do? One of the first things you need to understand is what your 
what energy you're spending, your your basal metabolic rate, or what are you, what's your maintenance calories is another right. way to say it. You can find that on Google. Uh, I my wife bought me a Generation One, you know, off of eBay uh, Apple Watch, yeah. and I use that to track my calories. But you got to know what you're spending, and so, and once you find out what you're spending on average every day. You have to get, if you want to lose weight, you have to be in a deficit. Negative, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And most of us Americans out there probably need to lose a little bit of weight. 100%. And, and that weight, we want to be fat. You know, nobody wants to lose muscle. Uh, we want to be able to perform for our kids and feel good, and that's all right. part of it. So we have to be in a calorie deficit. And, you know, there's studies. I think it was a guy out of Kansas uh, that, that did a study, and he ate Twinkies. That's all he ate. But he ate in a calorie deficit, so he lost weight eating Twinkies. Now, he felt terrible. I'm um, sure. Right? Lost all his muscle, that kind of thing. But he was able to lose weight. That's it, literally, like, making me grow. Like, I'm getting <laughs> like, a little bit Can of Can you uh, imagine oh. eating Twinkies every day? Right. Yeah. Ugh. But, yeah, so you got to be in a calorie deficit. And then uh, of the calorie deficit, what that means is all you're doing is you're eating a little bit less than what you're uh, spending in energy every day, right. and it forces your body. And our bodies are smart. We, our bodies are, are a lot smarter than we think we are about uh, surviving. And so our bodies are trained and know how to consume fat for an energy source. Right. And that's what we're talking about. And you can take that over time all the way down until you have none, and then you got to start eating. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, otherwise, it's not going to be good. Right. <clears throat> you know, you're going to have some organ failure, that kind of thing. So, finding that deficit that's healthy and feels good for you, feels right for you, the more you bring it back, you know, if you're in a 1,000-plus calorie deficit a day, it's not sustainable. Right. You're going to fad diet. You're going to crash. You're not going to feel good. Then you're going to get hungry. Then you're going to make a bad decision. Right. Then you're going to feel guilty about a bad decision, you know, and you're going to fall off the wagon. I think with modern diets, that's mainly the problem. It's it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Absolutely. You know, you hear that all the time. It really is. It's just the truth. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and like, your lifestyle – like, if you're one of those people, and I'm just being honest with you, like, not, no judgment here from us. If you're someone that you work from home and you are relatively stationary and and you want to lose some weight and you don't necessarily want to change your lifestyle too much, you can do that just based yeah. off of what we're talking That's about right. right here. That's right. Find out what it's going to take to get yourself into that de- deficit. Yeah. That's Def- deficit. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, that's yeah. not right. And then, and just do those things, right? Yeah. And just so now yeah. you're eating significantly less food. Yeah. Try to eat decent things while you're doing it. Correct. But you can lose weight sitting on sure. your couch. Yeah. I mean, you can. Yeah. Right? And you can find, I think you educate yourself what works for you and different things work for different people. Uh, you know, the keto diet is a lot of, it's no carb. Okay. So it's a lot of fat. And yes, your body can use uh, fat as a source for energy. You may not feel great depending on how you react to it, your body. Right. I personally am on a low-fat diet. I eat healthy fats like avocados, fish oil, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I eat very minimal. Omega-3s, yeah. Yeah, omega-3s, yeah, are yeah. very good for your heart and health. Mm-hmm. But I eat very little of that. And my daily uh, diet right now specifically is very high protein, which isn't the best health, but I am trying to gain muscle mass for my show. Right. So I've got a high – 50% of my calories I take every day are protein. What does that look like for you? Uh, well, actually um, – Actually, and, these. I, right. I'm I need to pl- get some more of those. Yeah, yeah. I need to get it. This is a plug here. I, we need to call Fair Life and make sure. We, <laughs> no, but uh, I actually drink a lot of, uh, this is a protein shake that I like. 30 grams is about all your body can consume within an hour. So you don't need any more than that. A lot of guys are slamming all kinds of protein. You, you, you're gonna, you're not going to use that. Now, it'll fill you up, mm-hmm. but you're going to expel that. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to, your body's not going to consume more than 30 grams of protein within about an hour. Right. But I, I keep a steady trickle. Uh, when I say eat five times a day, I, I drink, honestly, about four of these, mainly because of the convenience for me. Absolutely. You can get You're protein powders. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. these are easy. I keep them in the fridge here at work. Or, yeah. you know, I take one of the gym and, and while I'm working out of the gym, I'll drink one of those doing that. And so, um, yeah, so at, at the end of the day, as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to be losing. My recommendation, and it's not real exciting, is a 300-calorie deficit. And I say that because you're going to feel you're only taking about 300 calories a day and saying, I'm going to use a fat source. Yeah. And I'm going to pull that from my body. And it's 3,500 calories is one pound of fat. So you can do the math of how long that's going to take. And it's not real exciting. Hey, that's, those are cool numbers. But, but if you take, so every, what, 10, 11, 12 days, yeah, you're going to lose, lose a about pound. a pound. Yeah. yeah. Which there's, you know, rapid fat loss is about two pounds per week. But for me, that's not sustainable. Right. So I've had to take an approach where 
and I'm somewhere between three and 500 calories a day, but I definitely never want to exceed those calories, and my body learns and adapts to, I'm going to take a little bit of fat every day and just pull that fat. Right. And over a long enough period of time, all that fat seems to do it. So what is your calorie count right now? Yeah, good question. So uh, I burn uh, 2,700 calories a day Okay. on average. There are days that I'll burn. Some days I burn up to 4,800, depending on what I'm doing. What you're doing, you know? yeah. And if there's days that I don't get to get to make it to the gym and I'm only burning 2,000 calories, I seem to average out over the last 60 days, I've averaged 2,700 calories almost to the T. Right. So I'm consuming somewhere between uh, 2,400. Some days I'll eat 2,000 calories if I feel okay. Yeah. Uh, but somewhere between 2,000 and, and 2,400 calories is what I'm consuming every day. Now, of those calories, what are we – that means that I'm going to be cutting fat in some fashion. Okay. Right. Now, if I'm not building muscle or replacing my torn muscle with protein, then I'm going to be losing muscle also, right? So then you have to decide of what for your body composition of what right. of your total calories are going to be uh, d- divided up between three macros. Macros is a funny word for protein carbohydrates and fat most food can be breaking down to those three macros and those called a macro split uh, okay for those you don't know yeah so so my protein right now on this show is 50 percent uh my macro split is 50 percent protein i'm doing 35 percent carb and then i'm doing 15 percent fat okay yeah and uh pro i could go on and on about this man so you just stop me no and, yeah keep yeah so i love it pr- one thing about your Macro split, like a, a really, I think where our bodies are designed for a 30-30-30 split. Okay. Uh, but what you have to keep in mind is, so we have calories, which is how we measure what we burn, okay, and the fuel that we're taking in. And then we have grams, which is, gram is a, uh, the word we use to separate our macros, okay? So I'm using 50% of my total calorie consumption in protein right now. 35% of it in a carbohydrate, which is potatoes, and uh, you can get fruit as a good right. carbohydrate, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Rice is a great carbohydrate, pasta. And then I've got 15% fat. Well, of the protein and carbohydrates that I'm eating, every gram is four and a half calories. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So this is getting a little bit deep here. Yeah. But every gram is four and a half cal- calories for protein. So one gram of protein is four and a half calories. So if I eat 100 grams of protein, I'm eating 450 calories, okay? Right. Six ounces of chicken or eight ounces of chicken breast, that kind of thing. Carb is the same. It's four and a half calories per gram. Fat is nine and a half. Oh, wow. So regardless of all those numbers in science, what I'm saying is fat is twice as calorically dense as both carbohydrate and protein. So when I eat my grams of fat, I'm at about 50 grams right. of fat, okay? But that still compiles up to about 15% of my total calorie. I hope that wasn't too much information. No, not at all, but yeah. But the composition is very important, and it's important to know, like on a keto diet and that kind of thing, that when you're consuming fat, you're actually consuming twice the calories. And our modern American diet has a lot of fat in it. I, I would tell you that <clears throat> part of the journey here is self-discovery about yes. your body. And yeah, so it's okay right. to... Like I love the, the knowledge that you have of it. I'm not. I'm not at this point. I've know, learned like, a lot in the last you, couple months. And and it's, so it's it is when you know your body operates at an optimum level doing these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to make the decision not to do those things. Like yeah. you almost yeah. made it to the point where you're like, I know better. That's a great point. You know Sam. what I mean? Like yeah. and it's so yeah. like take the time, get a notebook, yeah. write things yeah. down. This is what I've done today. This is how I felt doing these things. This is what I ate today. And then point. just kind of mix and match yeah, them, you know? that's a great The point. other thing I wanted to ask you is you've got a, a big family, and your kids uh-huh. are at a – give me the ages. Like, they're young. Yeah, 14, 12, 11, and 9. Yeah. Okay, so 14 to 9, yeah. So 14 to 9 years old, mm-hmm. those kids are on the go. Yeah. Super active. There's All a million time. things that you're doing. Yeah. You're chasing them around. Your yeah. wife's chasing them around. Yeah. How has this been – Dealing, you know, doing the food thing uh-huh. with the family, yeah. you know. Good so question. is it a family journey? Or do you notice that, they, I mean, are they eating kind of yes. better like you are? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. That some of it they don't want to, but you you were saying about self-discovery. You know, when 
when I eat a cheeseburger now, I think of it differently. Yeah. Because I, I'm aware, I've educated myself of what I'm putting inside of my body. Yes. And so it's not like I prefer to eat, you know, healthier foods or whatever, but actually over time, you really do prefer to eat those yes. things. Not because you're denying yourself anything you want, but you're totally aware. If you knew something was bad for you, you wouldn't want to do it. Right. And if you knew how bad it was for you or what kind of yep. damage it was causing, you wouldn't want to do it. Knowledge is power. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And, th- and that's what's really happened for me. So when it comes to my family, uh, and you mentioned this earlier, Sam, we're talking about our kids is you know it sounds so weird to talk about i try to get humble but i've got a six-pack okay i'm 38 yeah. never had a six-pack my whole life maybe yeah, when awesome. i was in high school you know football <laughs> yeah. but i've got a six-pack the first time I, again in my life you know and i'm 38 years old but one of the one of the and i like to run marathons and really push myself you know that kind of thing but one of the main things i'm doing is teaching my kids that you can do anything you want to absolutely you just got to put your mind at it you gotta have an iron will Yes. You have to will yourself to it. Absolutely. And a lot of that is educating. I've I've made a lot of mistakes, you know, over the years trying to diet and exercise and that kind of thing. But the more I educate myself, the, the better decisions I can make and the more efficient I am at it too. So I've really I've taught my kids. And I, we actually had this conversation the other night. And we've educated a lot about sugar. I'm, I'm, uh, I get a little weird when it comes to sugar. Sugar is the worst thing. Possible. Get, yes. Yeah. And I, I probably a little over, 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 the, over, over the edge here on sugar. Sugar is one of the worst things that we can put in our bodies, and so I've we've gotten rid of most of the sugar in the house. And so when you're asking yeah, how's it awesome. going with the kids, well, the kids don't think it's going too awesome, but <laughs> but they're they're actually and thank God for um, you know a lot of the science that's come out. Not not everything um, you know sugar alcohols and all the sweeteners, aspartame, that kind of thing are healthy for you. But they, in my opinion, they're much healthier than sugar. Right. And so we do have you know. Coke Zeros in the house, you know. Yeah, and, just and a little zero taste sugar of root beer, yeah, you know, that right. kind of thing. And uh, and a, lo- a lot of the candies have come out, sugar-free candies where they're using sugar alcohols and stuff. And so everything in moderation, right? right. You, we're not we're not at the house pounding big bags of sugar-free M&Ms or anything like that. <laughs> right. But use them for moderation to help overcome those. And so I think my kids are learning. My oldest son at 14, he's, you know, he's got more testosterone, I think, running through his veins than I do right, right now. Right, no question. <laughs> and yeah. uh, at 38, this is 40, and that's one of the things we've got to deal with, and nutrition can help with that. But anyway, he's starting to see his dad as a 38-year-old guy being in the best shape of his life and, and doing something every day. He's being productive, and he's starting to see that making good decisions over a long period of time lead to great results. So, that's amazing. Yeah, it's Incredible. cool. It's been a fun journey for the family, I think. I'm, so. I'm excited for you. I uh, I hope that I'll be able to make it out to your event on May 7th in yeah, that'd Tulsa. Be cool. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool, right? Yeah. Just kind of see the and, – and so I, do you think – one, do you like training this way for this competition? Do you think Very you'll do it again? Very good question. Um, I like CrossFit. Okay. Because uh, it's it's more of a push, and I'm one of those guys that like to push. It's one it's more of a push than anything else you can do. Right. And it fits my style personally. Absolutely. Um, I will say that it's fun to you know because this is a lot of strength training, and I say strength is really about pump. Uh, and man, we could get into potassium and sodium, and I, I can go to all kinds of. But we won't we don't have to do all that right now. But uh, this type of workout is easier, I would say honestly. Um, the slow state cardio, and this is probably important for most folks out there. Uh, you're talking about getting exercise in. It's sometimes hard to get motivated, yes. you know, because you're like, man, I'm tired. And, you know, I get it. It's I been get a day, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, for the slow state cardio is, is important. I didn't know much about this. I was always one of those guys who took off running marathons trying to lose weight. Well, then I'd come back home and consume four or 5,000 calories. Absolutely. Depleted my body. Right, you're exhausted, and you, yeah. all you want to do is eat. Exactly, yeah. 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 And so for this type of exercise, um, the the strength training and the muscle pumps are fun. You know, the results are fun. That uh, a lot of what I do is slow state cardio, though, and slow state cardio is targeting fat. And so what I'm saying is, at 103 beats per minute, uh, your heart rate up to about 130, depending on your age. But around that around that zone right there your body's burning 50% fat during that, right. okay? So it says, hey, it's activated. We're doing something. I'm sweating a little bit. We're doing something. So I'm going to draw on this fat, you know, as a fuel source for this because mm-hmm. we're not going berserk here. Now, in a CrossFit workout where your your heart rate's, you know, 160-plus and it'll drop down to 140 rarely, your body's in extreme panic mode. Right. And so it's drawn on about 30% fat, and it's drawn 70% of your fuel source, energy, food, your intake, carbohydrates, and muscle. So you're actually tearing down some muscle during that high-state cardio. 
And so I recommend if you're just trying to burn fat, you don't have to be some wild animal. Right. It's You can do some oh, – taking a walk is a beautiful thing. It's a great thing right. to do with your spouse, by the way, Absolutely. or your kids. Yeah. But taking a walk, it's amazing how we're designed that simple things like that helps your – heart rate, your mind, Absolutely. Walk, you know, yep. and it's actually, you're actually in a slow state cardio there where your body's saying, Hey, I need to burn a little bit of fat. Yep. So as far as the workout goes, it's, it's not grueling. Uh, my trainer, Matt Scott, an incredible guy. No, he's a wealth of knowledge and we're lucky to have him here in Kingfisher. Uh, he's got us on some pretty hardcore workouts. We, yesterday we had a leg day. Most time after those days, we can't walk very well. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> where I'm at right now. Yeah. yeah, like yeah you were pushing some big weight yesterday. Ooh, 630. 630. 6.30. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a jammer squad for a set of three. It yeah. is a lot. That's yeah. a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Like when you pick that kind of weight up and you're like, oh, yeah. The memory starts to kick in. Oh, Sam, I, I wouldn't know. So. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Trust me. I wouldn't know. But that's that's impressive. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm getting the strength back for sure. I'm yeah. still looking to uh, – I think I'm at this point now where – it's I'm putting such an emphasis on I've got to lose pounds. Yeah. I've got it because yeah. now I want to train harder uh-huh. and I want to do more field work and I yeah. want to do more agility stuff. Yeah. But doing it at 390 pounds, yeah. even though I have the strength back to do uh-huh. it, it's not good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so the my joints, joints and yeah. my feet, yeah. You're right like my that. feet hurt yeah. when I do field work now. Yeah. Like it's the first thing I wake up in the morning with my feet in the ground and I'm like, man, my ankles and my feet are sore. It's because yeah. I'm I'm pushing all this weight off right. of it. So yeah. um, I'm getting ready to get to a point now where I'm starting to do some rapid yeah. weight loss stuff and I'll be focused yeah. a lot more on my calorie intake. And yeah, yeah. I think good. here, I'm at two months now. I think here in two more months, uh, you'll see a pretty significant difference in my body. So yeah, uh, but I'm feeling you've already lost quite a bit of weight. Yeah, I'm I mean, already you're down good. thirty. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's impressive. And you know, yeah. stomach's getting flatter. Yeah, and, you know, there the, you go. The Let's muscles go. getting back in the chest, <laughs> yes, which sir. is great, and, and feeling good. good there, looking better yeah. in the mirror. Yeah. You know, but I've got my goals. You know, written down. The my it just says why and why am I doing this yeah, and it's because good. I got a wedding hopefully in a year coming uh, up yeah got, yeah you know, I told my daughter that I wanted to ride every ride with her at Six Flags yeah and that's I can't cool. I can't do that right now yeah. I am too big to get on a ride at Six Flags wow. so you know to think about you know her happiness and and yeah. she'll be excited to be on a ride with dad now yeah and good so, for you Sam yeah so that's I'm, cool you know it's it's, uh, it's been fun I'm happy that I started doing this thing and it makes me feel good that you're you know like when I got buddies that same age yeah. that are uh-huh. you know going through the same struggles and are just like you know what i'm gonna make a life change too yeah. and it's been, yeah it's been cool so iron sharpens uh, iron man that's cool no question um before we get out of here i wanted to talk to you a little bit about the car industry sure yeah because i find it fascinating it is fa- it is very fascinating yeah. right now yeah you know? and i think a lot of people <laughs> just don't like it's something that you can do if, if you're our age right now your whole life you've been able to go to a dealership and say i want to ch- go get in that new whatever and check yeah. it out and buy whatever new car you want to yeah that is just not the case anymore right yeah and i had no idea until uh-huh. coming out here and, and talking to brian and talking to you kind yeah. of about what your lives have been like yeah. since COVID hit yeah but so what what is the main issue right now with new like if you're driving around the metro uh-huh. and you're looking at car lots no yeah. one's got any cars out there hardly yeah. any right? right right so what is the main issue right now with getting new vehicles yeah I and, can... or why don't we have new vehicles out? it's a good question uh and so I, you know, uh, um, geez, how do I answer this the best way? I can't imagine what it's like for a consumer, you know, two years ago to drive around. You're searching for cars. You go on a lot. I want to try this vehicle, try that vehicle. Maybe I like this seat better than that or like the features of this car. Now there's just hardly any of that. And, uh, you know, we, we obviously COVID was one of the main uh, uh, outliers that nobody saw uh, coming for a production side. Uh, but we've also, not just that, in every industry, I think everybody is starting to experience and feel and has felt over the past you know, six months, year, the logistics of uh, shipping things in. Well, right. the manufacturers ship products in, uh, and, so, and, we've, and I think that's some of the main problem that we've had. Now, through that, I think that dealers have um, adapted, as we always have. This is certainly a territory that we've never been in. Uh, where, you know, you, we have an appreciating asset in a brand-new vehicle. That is right. unheard of. Right. And so, and the used car market itself is, this is one of the best times to trade. An appreciating asset. It's like a car. Like it's that hard. Car, like the, I it's know. It's crazy to hear you even say I it. know, that's, I know. That's wild. <clears throat> yep, and I have multiple examples of customers that bought from us and brought back in trade with some miles on it, and they've appreciated in value. And so it's really honestly never been a, a better time. The rates are still low. They're going to be going up this year. I think everybody's anticipating that with some inflation. But uh, the rates, I mean, the, the, it's never really been a better time 
to buy a new, uh, the most unfortunate thing, well, I say that because the used values are so high. Right. So you're getting a lot of money on trade. Us dealers are looking for used cars because we don't have new on the wall. Right. And so we're willing to pay some good money for a good used car. And so customers are bringing their trades in, and what the most difficult thing is, they're getting good values for them, but is what in the world am I going to buy? Right. And uh, and I, ironically, for when I'm, a, I'll speak for the Chevy, uh, the Buick, Chevy Buick GMC world, and that's the uh, the dealer that we are here at Jackson's. But uh, we've also got Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram up in Enid, and and really Ram has done a good job of providing new car inventory uh, despite all the challenges. One right. of the better brands, especially domestic brands, that they've done a good job. But for Chevy Buick GMC, uh, for GMC specifically, four years in a row they've been up in uh, a product, a production, and increased market. And so we're actually seeing, despite what the lots look like, an increase in growth. Uh, GMC's got a great product. It's a new halftime, the Yukons. They're a beautiful product. There's high demand for them. And we are actually, we, we our dealership here sold 42 cars more than the year prior uh, trucks. That is. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so it, despite what it looks like, we are getting those coming in. The manufacturer, with all the challenges they have, are doing a pretty decent job of getting us inventory and producing more than they ever have. We're just doing a great job of selling them. That's and awesome. So, yeah, it, That's it really, really cool. Despite what it looks like, it, it, it is actually, um, we've been very fortunate, very blessed to be able to push the, the product that we have here. So, so the, the cool thing about working with Jackson's and the motto is come join the family. And yeah, that is something that right. they literally live by. Yeah. I, yeah, I met Casey's dad and, and yeah. you want to talk about salt of the earth. Just good <laughs> he people. was here today. Yeah. yeah. And he's just a great guy. Yeah. And he walks up. Hey, he's all blue you know, jeans. And, yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> and he's in here planning the, uh, the Jackson. Yeah. Family. Phil. <laughs> yeah. The, the plan's got a name. Okay. This is Phil. Yeah. I, I wish you guys could see that. Okay. Yeah. It's a, you'll have to come into the store to see Check it. it out. Yeah. But maybe we can get a picture up or something. Yes. Uh, so Phil is a Philadelphia plant that we've had in our, family since 1993 uh, when we bought the Chrysler store in Enid, Oklahoma. And so we've kept this thing alive for as long as we've had our 28 years, as long as we've had our, our businesses around. And so it, it, it almost died. It was down to one plant and it was as big one time. It was as big, I'd say 25 feet around. I'm not kidding you. It was, it took over the whole showroom floor up in Enid, Oklahoma. Well, dad brought the plant down and he's passed the torch essentially to the Kingfisher store. Right. And so we've got this enormous plant uh, pot sitting on the showroom floor here. And, uh, and so we, we intend to steward it well and, and grow it back up. It went down to one leaf and dad nourished it back to health. And here we have it at the, the, uh, the pot is literally five feet in diameter. <laughs> like, it is a massive <laughs> pot. But he was down, you know, he, yeah. he's got his blue jeans on. He pulls Dad, up. And yeah. a, you know, so the, the man's been in the car business for God knows how oh, yeah. long. Yeah. And he 80s, pulls up yeah. in his Chrysler minivan. Uh, like, yeah. what is this? You know, and, he, <laughs> and he gets out. He goes, Sam, you know, how are you? I'm getting ready to put the plant in the pot. And I think the last time I was here, he had brought in the... The, the, the actually, little, just the pot, yeah, yeah the, the little, little one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but I, I love the Jacksons; they're great people. But the, yeah, the thing that Brian, you, Brian told me today uh, that I find so interesting is in a market where you can go to Oklahoma City or one of these major markets, and someone's going to tell you, "Oh, you want that new Yukon XL?" Well, it's eighty-five thousand dollars sticker, but this guy just bid this on it. You're going to have to outbid them to get. The, that's happening around the country. That's not happening here at Jackson's. Yeah, we, we've been pretty fortunate. And I, I would never want to speak bad about anybody else's business. And, you know, car business can be tough, and different dealerships have make different decisions for different reasons. Absolutely. And so I don't really want to speak to that. But I will say here, we've been very thankful for our, our loyal customers, and we've been treating them very good. And so we, we have yet uh, – I sold – actually, the only car that I've sold over MSRP – you'll get a kick out of this. I sold my older brother, who runs the Chrysler store, <laughs> a C8 Corvette, and I charged him ten grand over sticker That's for That's amazing. But other than that, we've Brotherly been – Brotherly love right there. Yeah, brotherly love. Yeah, he's the only one. He's the only customer of mine that I've charged over sticker. But but and he was happy to pay it too because if, awesome. if you know anything about C8s, they're they're out of control. They're they're the market on them is just insane, and that's kind of the way it is right now. And and most customers right now, if you buy a car in MSRP, you can turn around and sell it and make money. That's and crazy. So, and, and a lot of a lot of folks would think, why in the world would those guys be selling them for MSRP out there? But for us, it, it's enough margin for us in our business. It's what we choose to do, and we really, uh, you know, you mentioned this about family, but. 
you know, Dad always said, we're not real good at the car business. I mean, we could probably make a lot more money if we were any good at the car business. Good at the car business. business. That's awesome. But we are are good at the people business, and we really do try to take care of people. We're involved in our businesses. I'm shaking hands with customers and calling them on a daily basis, and we really try to have that atmosphere here. You know, my wife works in the business, and my brother comes down on Monday and Friday here. Uh, We've got four. There's four sons all together. I've got three brothers. And so we're all pretty much involved in the business, and and we really do have a – one of those good old salty air family it's awesome. businesses. You I know, love this so, place. Yeah. I love coming Thanks, out here Sam. and and I love being able to send people this direction, knowing they're going to be taken care of. Yeah. Like that's not a guarantee. Yeah. Um, and for those interested in that trail, Boston, I'm driving around. I let anybody who wants to check it out. You can open the doors and get in there. That is, I'm. Not it's even, pretty sweet. Let me tell you something. That is the best vehicle I've ever owned. Really? Yeah. I, I have put it through its, we're talking desert, we're talking <laughs> snowy mountains, yeah, we're talking yeah, kids yeah. and family yeah. and everything else, and uh, it gets great gas mileage yeah. compared to the, cause I, and I drove a, prior to this truck, I drove a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee Trailhawk, which uh-huh, if you know uh-huh. anything about yeah, those, yeah, that's nice. a bad boy. Yeah, I yeah, love that Jeep. Nice. It was fantastic. Uh-huh. This is better than that Jeep. It gets yeah. better gas mileage than that Jeep. I can do more with that, go more places with it. It is fantastic. We've so. been pretty proud of the product. You know, I think it's a, uh, that's not a 19, but it's the new. that's when they changed the body style in 19. Yes. And really, Chevy and GMC, Buick, they've all done a good job of, of upgrading the brands. And the new trucks, we really like them. You know, the only problem with that truck is it's not bright orange. Bro, the OU fans <laughs> yeah. love it, though. I know, it's the first I know. thing I interviewed. Uh, uh, so our sales manager here, Brian Stallings, and my office manager here, diehard OU fan. we got oh, some diehard yeah. OU fans here, but I happen to be a cowboy. Yeah, uh, go Pokes, was, baby. Yeah, go was, Pokes. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah it's, uh, the OU fans love you. I interviewed Macy Turley. He's a former OU softball player, and she was happening to get in the parking lot. I was, I was pulling my table and stuff out. She was like, Sam? That's a big, bright red truck you got there. <laughs> <laughs> it would be in a cowboy. I wonder how, like, much, how much you oh, get about that. Oh, I get that, a yeah. lot about it. But, yeah. man, I love that truck. And I'm so thankful we're partnering up with you guys. Yeah. And, uh, you guys will be able to see that truck a lot during the football season as we get down on campus. Uh, it'll be around, and uh, we'll have all kinds of cool uh, promotions and things that we're doing, doing some ticket ticket giveaways yeah. out of the back cool. of that truck coming cool. up here. Very cool. Uh, pretty quick. So, yeah, yeah big, big time stuff. You can yeah. check out, once again, the Jackson inventory at jacksonsautofamily.com. Uh, Casey's here. Brian's here. These guys are salt of the earth. You're going to love this uh, this group. I won't ever deal with another car dealership or another family of vehicles. That's for darn sure. So uh, check out Jackson's at Kingfisher, man. I appreciate your time today. Awesome. And good luck with your show, May 7th. Appreciate this is going to be man. awesome. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. We're going to do a weird, like, calendar photo shoot. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting oiled <laughs> up. Oh, oh no, man. Oh, no. Dad bods. What are we signing up for here? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks. <laughs>